This is an ABC podcast. G'day, Dr Carl here. Now, more about atmospheric rivers, those powerful yet invisible rivers of water molecules in the air above us that easily transport a quarter of a million tonnes of water each second. These rivers are thousands of kilometres long and hundreds of kilometres wide, but are only a few kilometres thick from top to bottom. If you were to squash them into liquid water, they would form a layer only several centimetres thick. They carry water from the warm, moist tropics towards the poles. And along with the water, they also shift huge amounts of heat. A few decades ago, atmospheric rivers hit West Antarctica and collapsed two massive ice shelves. Ice shelves are huge tongues or sheets of ice that extend out over the ocean. Antarctica is covered by ice up to a depth of about five kilometres. And ice shelves keep most of this ice on land. If an ice shelf collapses, the ice slides more quickly from the land into the ocean. The smaller ice shelf, Larsen A, disintegrated in 1995. Larsen B was bigger, about 3,000 square kilometres in area and about 220 metres thick, and it was destroyed in 2002. In each case, atmospheric rivers flowed south from the Pacific Ocean, bringing with them extremely warm temperatures for several days. This unprecedented heat melted the surface of the Antarctic ice, which then fractured. The ocean swells then flexed the weakened ice shelves until they broke. Overall, in Antarctica, In the two decades from 2000 to 2020, of all the ice flows breaking off from the mainland to become huge floating icebergs, 60% of them were triggered by atmospheric rivers. In late February 2022, Antarctica set a record for the lowest summer floating sea ice ever reported. The cause was a big, fat atmospheric river that carried warm and wet air from the Pacific down to the Antarctic and then melting the floating ice. The next month, March 2022, freakish new records of extreme heat were set simultaneously in both the Arctic and the Antarctic. Some Arctic areas were 30 Celsius degrees hotter than their average, and at the same time, some parts of Antarctica were 40 Celsius degrees hotter than their average for that time of year. Now first, it's really unusual to have temperatures 30 Celsius degrees hotter than normal. But second, it is very, very unusual to see this happening simultaneously around both poles, 
After all, winter in one hemisphere means summer in the other hemisphere. Measuring warmer temperatures around both poles at the same time, and by such a huge amount, means something very unusual is happening to our climate. Now, talking about changing climate, Australia has warmed more than the rest of the world, about 1.4 Celsius degrees instead of about 1. Atmospheric rivers are affected by climate change as well. When atmospheric rivers are running in the background, at moderate and useful levels, they contribute about 30% of the rainfall in southeast Australia, especially in the enormous Murray-Darling Basin, which covers over a million square kilometres. Its agriculture generates $24 billion each year, while on an ecological front, the 30,000 wetlands help support over 500 species of birds, fish and reptiles. But when the atmospheric rivers get powerful, they contribute up to 80% of the high water flows in the Murray-Darling Basin, which causes enormous damage. In late March 2021, an atmospheric river lasted for 10 days while hitting the east coast of Australia. This created very unusual rainfall that was both prolonged and very heavy, which led to extensive flooding. The entire coastline of New South Wales suffered under more than 200 millimetres of rain, but some locations recorded more than 400 millimetres of rain. This tremendous deluge killed two people, forced the evacuation of another 24,000, and cost the Australian economy about $652 million. Almost a year later, in February 2022, another huge atmospheric river dumped a year's worth of rain in just a few days onto southeast Queensland and northern New South Wales. It caused widespread flooding from the Sunshine Coast to Sydney. Greater Brisbane got about 80% of its annual rainfall in just three days. Before this event, Brisbane had just eight days in their entire records of rainfall above 200 millimetres. But in February 2022, there were three such days in a row. Thousands of people had to evacuate their homes. More than 22 people died, and over 20,000 homes and businesses were flooded in Queensland. The first scientific papers on atmospheric rivers appeared in the 1990s. But we really began to learn about them only with the arrival of microwave sensing from satellites combined with observations from high-flying research aircraft. A vast improvement over the limited measurements available from weather balloons. Suddenly, the scientists could see images of the long, skinny tongues of atmospheric rivers dumping maelstroms of rain. Thanks to human activity, greenhouse gases are capturing an extra 600,000 Hiroshima atom bombs worth of heat each day. This means the amount of both heat and moisture carried by the atmospheric rivers is much higher 
than it was in the recent past. A while ago, we didn't even know that atmospheric rivers existed, much less that climate change would make them worse. So who knows what other surprises climate change has in store for us. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.